Hello there, calling all you castle friends from around the globe. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 19, Dead Again. We're going to recap it just after this. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. Well, as you heard in my introduction, us Castle fans, we're a little disheveled right now. <laughs> Things are amiss in the world of Castle, but gosh yeah. darn it, we are here to discuss Dad again. An excellent episode. Thank you, Lucretia Lyon, for joining me. Yes, and of course, if you can spell my name right, it's L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N and find me anywhere on the internet since there is only one. How about you, JJ? I'm J2 Snyder <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for tweeting us all during the week. There's so much going on right yeah. now. Oh my gosh, for this show. Um, and we're going to take the, the later half of this discussion today to talk about what's going on with the series. But first, we're going to break down this this pretty darn tootin' good episode, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yes, I loved this episode because there were so many Easter egg fans, not just for comic book fans, but for soap fans as well, as we know that's where Nathan started, so. Yes! Yeah. Oh my gosh, huge soap player in this, this yes. one today, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and... Uh, I read in an article today that the the comic book references also that that Nathan Fillion has a actual role in a comic book movie coming up. Yes, yes. Um, it has been said that Nathan will in fact be in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Hell yes. <laughs> The the author of the article was mentioning that maybe that's why he only mentioned like Marvel comic book characters when he was talking to his new buddy in this episode. So this mm -hmm. was cute because Nathan found like a kindred spirit. Yes. In the sky, Alan, didn't he? <laughs> yes, and most of you may recognize Alan from Weekend at Bernie's. So he's used yes. to be hanging around a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good yeah. point. And I also was thinking of Alan Tudyk, too. When oh, yeah. I was Because that, just the name Alan, I was like friends with Nathan, buddies. like. Um, that's his best buddy. And why has Alan not really been on the show? Like, I know um, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Like Adam has been on the show, Adam Baldwin. Yes. But no Alan Tudyk. Next season, maybe? Mm, uh, series mm -hmm. finale, maybe? Yeah. Um, so we are inching closer to to the season finale, which is very interesting. Um, but yeah, this Jonathan Silverman is so recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's super funny. I mean, he's totally, like, he is completely comedic. Like, even in those first scenes, I felt, when he was in that hospital bed, like, just the way he speaks is so hilarious, this yeah. guy. I mean, even Lainey was pulled into that. Yes, yes. <laughs> So the concept behind his character, <clears throat> Jonathan's character, Alan, is that he's like a guy that you can't kill. Yeah. Right? Um, he gets poisoned, which I thought really creeped me out, this whole idea yeah. of being poisoned from your water filter. Oh, yeah. Do you have a water filter? Mm, no. I have a weird sink that won't fit one, but... Okay. No. All right. See, it's keeping you safe. No. So when I filled up this water right out in the AfterBuzz TV studio, I was thinking about it, actually, because we have one of those uh, little yeah. special faucets over to the side that... Puts, they might poison us. Oh, mm -hmm. no. What are they doing in our water here at AfterBuzz? <laughs> um, so, he, so he dies because of that. Yeah. So it was a great way to yeah. see Lainey, though, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Because I think we're all a little sad 
that we're going to lose Lainey off the show. But a yeah. great episode for her um, compared to what has been happening lately. And um, so she comes in because this guy is dead, like dead, dead, dead. Yeah, dead a no pulse, no nothing. And then I thought it was really funny how the way he sprang back up, you know, just like literally nothing had happened to him. Yeah. Every time he died in the episode, he just gets up like nothing happened. And it's like, what are you all doing here? (laughs) (laughs) And each time I kind of expected like, okay, this time he'll be affected by it, you know, and then he would spring up and literally have like uh, no no symptoms at all. Did you mm. notice how quickly his mouth started foaming when he drank the water? Oh, yeah. That was so gross. That was nasty. Okay, that was bad. Mm. Um, okay, so we learn a little bit about this guy um, right in the beginning, even when Castle and Lanier are in his place. And his place was really yeah. cool. Did you notice that? Like, they really painted this guy as kind of a free spirit or... Um, Somebody who held down, like, a really normal, average job, but had dreams of doing other things. Yes. And he's like, did you read my diary when Castle suggested that? And he's like, dude, you're an adult male. It's a journal. (laughs) That was one of the the best lines, I thought. Like, one of the standout Nathan lines ever. He's like, yeah, you want to make that a journal. Um, But... I, it was an interesting comparison they made, even opening, very romantic mm-hmm. opening again for Casket, for Castle and Beckett. Yes. I mean, there's they have been like, they've been hot and steamy. Yeah. I yeah. love how she wakes up to him watching her sleep. And then, you know, it, it was it's sweet <laughs> at first. And then it's creepy because he's like, yeah, I was taking pictures earlier. I have a whole series. Like, yeah. It's so it's, Castle, though. It, she's like, okay, it got a little weirder. And then I think yeah. he goes, um, part of a series called When Is She Going to Wake Up or something. And <laughs> yeah. then she's like, okay, it just got creepy. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, yeah. Also, just. Just interesting to see, like, Captain Beckett without her hair done. You know, it's always an interesting moment to kind of glance um, behind the, uh, you know, to see them at home um, in their own uh, situation. Okay, so, um, all right. What I was saying was interesting, though, Mm -hmm. was how that character of Alan, and now he was Mm -hmm. kind of had posters on his walls of seeking out something more exciting was a parallel to Castle. Yeah. Because Castle in the beginning of the episode with Beckett was like, what, let's go on a trip. Let's go, let's go do something crazy. Let's go fly a plane. And so he's getting a little restless was kind of the theme. Did you catch that? Yeah. And of course we all know because Castle loves his superheroes. And so he automatically identified with this guy anyway. But yeah, to have that, you know, very obvious parallel as well. Like he wants more of his life, you know, and he's like, I'm in love with love. Like trying to push him with the the killer. (laughs) So funny. I I think he's so like childlike, the character of Castle. It's so so adorable. It's very cute. Okay. Um, So... Uh, yeah, so Castle, though, kind of hones in on Alan because he's like, dude, I think you're one of these guys who can't be killed. Like, you're, you're immortal. And he's really <laughs> kind of fascinated about him. Like, he wants to make him his study. You know, Castle becomes kind of fixated on this character, right? Yeah, he's his mentor, his Obi-Wan Kenobi, his uh, Rajah Ghul, or any other character played by Liam Neeson, right? <laughs> uh, and then I th- the funny thing is, too, that... Uh, Alan wasn't having anything to do with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the character's like, dude, no, 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 no. That's not what's happening. And, like, kind of get away from me. Like, that made it very much funnier. Um, okay. And so we 
now have a, a bit of a link between Castle and this guy, Alan, because after he has um, had several attempts on his life and sprung back into action, um, Castle invites him to stay at his place because he's like, dude, someone's obviously out to get you, so why don't you come into my neutral territory and kind of hang out? and I can study you. Yeah, what I love is, like, how he gets him to come over there. Because he's like, no, I don't want to go get pizza with you and talk about my origin stories. And he's like, well, I can tell you what Gwen said about you. And I love that her name was Gwen Parker, combining Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and Gwen Stacy, his best girlfriend. (laughs) Nice call! (laughs) Okay, that's so funny you say that, because I didn't catch that. But on Mm. the way here, in the car, I was literally thinking, why did they name that character Gwen? Like, I was literally thinking that. I was like, I know there's something to that, because it's a somewhat unusual name. Oh my gosh, yes! You got it! (laughs) You're really good with the recalls. I'll have me some comics. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so, yeah, he lures her with this idea of meeting this Gwen person, mm-hmm. um, which he does. He, he he challenges him to call her and ask for a dinner date, which he does, and mm-hmm. Gwen accepts, right? Yes. Yes. Um, so then we meet Gwen, and this was so painful because I kind of felt like maybe the date would go well. I mean, that's what would ty- <laughs> typically happen on a TV show. Not on Castle. No. Calamity ensues. And it didn't. Do we know anything about that actress? Um... You know, not offhand. We I, can I, see. I didn't. Um, I didn't. Yeah, Kate Cobb was the actress. Kate Cobb. But yeah, I don't think she has any like tie. Yeah, no um, comic book or soap opera ties there. But the actor who came in and played Horatio to interrupt that date. Um, oh. Hello. Big time soap actor Maurice Bernard, who, if you watch the ABTV GH report, you know is not my favorite character on the show. But he essentially played the same character, only more delightful. Yes. Because <laughs> he's I mean, a mob kingpin. He's such a mob. How, uh, how many years has he been on General Hospital? Like decades. Yeah. Decades. Like, I'm thinking about 20 years. Yeah. Hmm. And it's so, he's so, even though I don't watch mm-hmm. the show regularly, um, I've seen him on television enough for decades that when he walks on TV, I know exactly who he is and I know what character he's going to play. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? You know, he's just, you know, he's got one of those faces that you're just like, that's a mob guy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they didn't even bother to audition him. They're just like, hey, Nathan, call ABC Soups and call Maurice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, is his last name Bernard? Bernard. Mm-hmm. Bernard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maurice Bernard. Oh, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he was so funny. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like they've just probably been waiting to use him on Castle. You know what I mean? Like, at what point are we going to have him come on and play a bad guy? Yeah, to play a mob like, kingpin. Yes. Um, while we're naming names, um, our uh, lovely person behind our hashtag AfterBuzzTVCastle mm-hmm. um, sent me some really good information, and that is that uh, last night's episode... Um, episode 19 was written by Rob Hanning, and this was his last episode that he will write for Castle because he's going to Hawaii 5 Oh, well, that's fun. Interesting. So it's interesting because we do know that they're done shooting now. Um, yeah. And so, yes, it's, you know, very probable that people are going to make a move, um, as we've seen in the cast, but also it happens in the crew. 
right? People jump to different shows and... Yeah, without uncertainty in their job, uh, because it hasn't been officially confirmed that there is a season nine. True. But, I mean, all reports are saying that that is part of the, the thinning the cast. They're going to have a smaller budget, a smaller season, uh, season nine, uh, to wrap up. Um, the, but that's the latest I've seen on the Hollywood Reporter is that they were reporting that there were get, they were getting a shortened season. Yeah, uh, that's the rumor. Although it's interesting that it's interesting that that rumor came out, and yet it seems like when the whole Stana thing mm-hmm. went down last Monday, there was no rumor about it happening. It just dropped like a bomb. So it's interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, not to get into that quite yet. Um, Okay, so Maurice Bernard comes on uh, as this tough guy, Horatio. And um, he sits down and actually offers this guy, Alan, protection. So what did you, what were your feelings about that? Did you trust him or not? Well, um, well, if it were General Hospital, I always say Sonny did it. But being that it's Castle, I was like, no, Sonny didn't do it this time. You know, there's going to be more to this. Oh, my gosh. You know who we haven't talked about either is the guy, the character that they brought in, one of his coworkers who had been leaving him nasty messages. Was his name Dan, perhaps, on the, on the, in the episode? Um, I think it was Frank. Was it Frank? Thank you for finding that. Um, That guy was hilarious. I loved this whole concept. Didn't you guys love that? Um, I love the whole concept of, like, (laughs) a rambling, nasty message. And it it wasn't just nasty. It was, like, completely unique. Like, like off-the-cuff insults to this guy, Alan, that he would leave. Like, I'm going to open that door and throw a stapler (laughs) at your head. And then I'm going to take applesauce and shove it in your shirt. And, like, it made me want to do a contest with you guys, with the fans out there. Like... Leave me messages like that, and we'll pick the best one. I thought, no, that could get kind of weird. Like, yeah. maybe that's not appropriate. But it would be fun, wouldn't it? That would be fun, yeah. And I think that guy's name was Glenn. Just, like, if we have people send us random messages. If we, if we have some stuff to give away, we, we should have the best insults. See, you like it, too, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I was like, I Can like Can you that do idea. one? What if you were leaving a message? What would you say? Leave a mad, bad message for me, because you're I, mad at me. Well, we're not supposed to say those words on the no, show. No, it doesn't have to be cut. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing that was so funny about that guy's character. It yeah. wasn't actual yeah. anger or, or violence. It was, like, kind of silly. No. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, like, I know you're going to vote for Donald Trump, JJ. <gasps> that was bad. No. That was... <laughs> You just took yeah. it way too far. Yeah, Lucretia. see, that, that was just dark, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Donald Trump's on my living room every night. Uh-huh. On in my living room every night. I know. I can't watch the news anymore. I know you can't. Woo. Ha. Mm. I'll turn the news back on after the election. <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay. So the interesting little bomb that this... Well, first of all, Gwen's kind of gone. She's yeah. like, the date has failed, which is totally a bummer. <laughs> um, and... Um, then I thought it was really, it was really silly. Well, first of all, when Alan offered protection, I thought, okay, he's behind this all because it's, he's offering protection, but really oh. he's probably in on this. Okay. So it was, it was bizarre. But then he also um, offers him an herb. <laughs> yes. The ginkgo. Yes. Which was so funny. And like, yeah. I love the idea of like a mobster who's health conscious. Yes. Wasn't that sort of silly? Yeah, I was like, that was a really interesting tidbit, I guess, to give them the scene with the blind man for Nathan, to, because that was a very daredevil scene later. Like, so I'm more into the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for those of you who probably have girlfriends. <laughs> ah, thank you, because yeah. I had absolutely no yes. idea what you're talking about, to be to be honest with you. <laughs> um, yeah, very, like, very 
like this whole episode was. I wonder if if Nathan spoke with the writers a lot and kind oh. of planned this because there was like it was like really underneath it all like a superhero episode. Yeah, pretty much. Wasn't it? And you know they do let him have a lot of control when it comes to like the silly little references to other things he's done. So. Hmm. I know. Mm. I feel like that, too. Um, okay, so um, the ginkgo biloba, though, really was revealing because of the little stamp on it, mm-hmm. right? And it led them to this herbal shop um, where uh, it was very interesting. Yes. 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 <laughs> so now we start, I, we're at the point in the episode, too, where, like, we've had a few people that were suspects that we know aren't going to end up being the actual killers, right? Yes, because it's not going to be the blind man, very stick-like character um, (laughs) in the herbal shop. Because, you know, it's the rule of three. It's how these work. That's why it's like, "Mm, it had to be Gwen. Oh, I I was absolutely totally shocked it was Gwen. I did not suspect that at all. Um, And I thought the whole, like, through line of the heroin, though, like the idea of synthetic heroin, that's the drug they were making wasn't it yeah and that's really interesting you know that they went there because i mean i would think that that's possible knowing how like chemistry works but and that's something that's not been done i thought it was really interesting too just because as castle often does like it's such a it's such a hot topic right now it's like truly a problem yeah especially in in the northeast yeah in the northeast and i thought oh wow this is you know, it's sort of like blurring those lines of, of um, fiction and nonfiction a little bit. Like was, a Law and Order episode. There mm-hmm. you go. Exactly. Dun, like dun, that. Dun, 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 um, okay. Uh, not too much of Ryan and Espo, but they, they did some good work kind of backing up Castle in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, I love their characters, but yeah, Castle was busy with his new friend. <laughs> I know. Totally. <laughs> yeah, Alan. So That's he didn't right. have time for Ryan and Espo. That's right. Oh my gosh. His new nerd friend. They can nerd out together. Yeah. Um, okay. Now this whole thing with Victrum, mm. Vikram though, yeah. it really surprised me. Did you see that coming? No. Yeah, I was. I thought, kind of thought that that was, and it was also very blink and you missed it. I and, know. Yeah. I almost felt like, yeah. okay, they were getting towards the end of the season and they sort of almost rushed yeah. dealing with Vikram. Don't you? Yeah, because I'm guessing that maybe they'll be writing him out as well, unless they can find something for him to work with the PI. But yeah, we've always suspected that there might be, you know, some shady business going on there. We had, but on the the way that he left, did you think he was really just trying to cover his track or um, keep himself safe, or did you think he was hiding something? Oh, I'm thinking he was hiding something. Oh, you but do? But I've thought that since the beginning. Okay. There's just something fishy about him. Well, and how yeah. he he's the one that proposed them breaking up and him, her uh, putting Castle out of it. So maybe he mm. knows more about Castle's missing time, too. They're definitely gearing no. up. They're gearing up to do something more, obviously, more prevalent with Locks out at the end of the season. Yeah. Okay, so, speaking of Lotsat, though, um, the actor Christopher Palaha yeah. uh, came back. Yes? Yeah, and I really yeah. like that, because as we saw with his character before, we knew there'd be something to do with Lockstat, and that he might not be squeaky clean, but we didn't think he was all of that bad guy, how he helped 
that girl clear her name, you know, in the episode with Chuck Watkins. That's right. He showed a little, like, humanity, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because he really wanted to help her. And he, you know, because even when he comes to Beckett and they're a little, you know, drinks Castle Scotch, (laughs) he still is just like, you know, you made me think about this. You know, I really am a good guy. I want to help. Yep. No. Yep. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, Caleb Brown. Yes, that's his name. Um, Okay, well, um, is there anything else you want to say about the episode? No, I love that, you know, he was poisoned and electrocuted and then shot in the head. That one was the only one where you're like, how did he get out of that one? my gosh. Yeah, it's like, when shoots him in the forehead. Gwen shoots yeah. him in the... Gwen was bad. Yeah. She looked so innocent and sweet at that dinner. That's how you know um, she was bad. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, like the burn... The waking up from the <laughs> the electrocution. Yeah. And he's like, is someone barbecuing? Like, it was so humorous. Yeah. It was so humorous. But I... You know, I... It, it's a really fun storyline because I know mm. we see these things in the news that actual coroners report yeah. really strange things. I mean, okay, they overdid a little, but like people ending up waking up in a morgue or something like they actually just suddenly come back alive it happens yeah you know there's a lot of reason for it yes with the poisoning and the electrocution you could definitely see how people would come out of that um but yeah the shot in the head they they, you know even the doctor you know who was played by Marin hinkle from two and a half men oh yeah said you're just a lucky man (laughs) yes that's right i was so it was funny because i actually watched two and a half men it's on at seven o'clock um last night before castle and i just watched it and it was a um alan's wife yes heavy episode so i just seen her i mean Mm -hmm. i watch i love two and a half men it's like a yeah, it's funny. It's like a weird guilty pleasure, but um, uh, so fun to see her again. Yeah, on this show. Yeah, because she guest stars on a lot of stuff. Because I remember mm-hmm. she was in a really good House episode too. And mm-hmm. well, she's like yeah. a TV veteran, so oh, yeah. yes, you would think she would be uh, making the rounds. Yeah, but a, a believable character for her too, kind of exactly. like a, a doctor character. Okay, can we shift and talk about what? everyone is really thinking about out there and yeah. that is like what the heck is going on with our series yeah. and um i think everyone is still just sort of recovering from the announcement that the um one of two leads of the show that we have come to know and love for eight seasons um is being presumably let go by the network so there's been a lot of reaction online um over the past week but i wanted to kind of get your feeling about it because you weren't here last week when tokes was in studio with us so tell me your thoughts well i i know that there has been rumors swirling around for years that stonicatic was not happy on castle like i don't know why i mean because to be honest i mean compared to some other shows that have had similar issues Her character was always written well and very consistent until this season, uh, which she had not even wanted to sign on to in the first place. They thought they were going to have to go on without her then. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know all the specifics there, but, I mean, it's been rumored for a long time that she wasn't happy. And so maybe that that's why they're just like, okay, if we want to go on, because there's a possibility that they won't go on, that it would be without her. That's true. So... There, there are a little. There are mixed feelings mm-hmm. um, out there about what actually happened. Um, a lot of people feel that the network is really 
completely in the wrong here. Um, they're also citing that sort of a level of sexism, um, kind of, you know, acknowledging the fact that, of course, you know, you're keeping the main male and you're getting rid of the woman, which we see happen all the time on television. Um, a lot of time with, um, like, our newscasters, they mm -hmm. did a big... Uh, they got rid of all the women on our, our local Fox show yeah. here in Los Angeles a few years ago, and they you know they keep the man. So there's there's a lot of allegations and anger that that's mm -hmm. what's happening. But um, on the other hand, there are some people that say you know what a little yeah. bit more on your side. Okay, so that's one side, and I think you know everyone has relevant points here. It's hard to know what's really the truth. The other side is um, Stana hasn't been yeah. happy for a long time. And uh, last week here in the AfterBuzz TV studio, I interviewed an author um, who is also a, a screenwriter, a good friend of mine named Colette Friedman, who's just come out with a book um, called Anomalies, which is a young adult fiction book. But she wrote a movie that Stana Kadic, um filmed last year oh, and yeah. is starring in this year. And so I... And we also know that Stana rarely makes appearances, but was at the Independent Film Awards this spring. So to me, I'm kind of putting together the um, clues and thinking maybe this is Stana's choice. Yeah, because I know that last season where they were both, you know, waiting to resign, you know, that's when they had talked about that she hadn't been happy. She'd wanted to do more movies. And that's why, I mean, they almost did this season without her altogether. And that, uh, you know, accounts for some of the lock set stuff where they were separate because they were still having to go on without her. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, it may be a case of sexism or whatever. But at the same time, like when you know a lot of this where she's wanting to do more movies movies she wasn't happy with what you know her story was whether you know we liked it on screen or not because yeah her unhappiness never showed up in the show it was she no, always I mean, did a great job that's the thing i have to say despite what went on even and this whole business of um you know, uh, Nathan and Stana not getting along, those allegations. Frankly, I don't really care at all yeah. because what I know is that they're both professionals. I mean, I I assume they are both professionals. Um, I've been on the set. I've been yeah. around the set. I've met most of the people on the show. I've never heard anything other than that. Um, and they put out a great show with amazing chemistry. You know, it's kind of like um, Shaquille O'Neal um, yeah. said on Ellen last week, you know, about him and Kobe Bryant. Like, did we have some arguments? Okay, maybe, but we won national titles together. So I feel like these two have won national titles. So whatever their relationship has been, you know, it's fine with me. Yeah, that's the thing Who is cares? like... Whether whatever went on between Stana Kadic and Nathan Fillion or the rest of the cast or the crew or whatever, it doesn't matter because we had a great show for, you know, eight seasons, possibly nine, with both of them on there and it never showed or changed the way that we felt about the characters. And, you know, that's how the, we know they did their job. Just like, I mean, Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis didn't get along on True. Moonlighting. Oh, I my mean, gosh. that happens all the time. And what I a mean, great show. Yeah, exactly. What a great show. You know, sometimes people's personalities just don't mix. Or, yeah, absolutely. Huh. Now, um, I'm going to read um, something from one of our biggest um, fans of this show. Um, this person, many of you probably follow on Twitter, is uh, Manamitru. And um, I think it's a she. Um, but she and I, I was talking to some people um, on Twitter this week, and she was um, 
very passionate about her opinions about what's happening. So I asked her to write me up something, um, and here it goes. I'm going to read it for you guys, and we'll see how you feel. Um, it's revolting to read that Stana received no respect from ABC after eight seasons of breathing life into Beckett and Castle. Um, and that's why she's taking a stand with the hashtag cancel castle because all women deserve to be equal to men. Okay. I mean, you know what? There's, there's an excellent point there. If it is indeed true that this is just ABC literally out of the blue axing Stana and not Nathan. We don't know, do we? Um, now she also, uh, let me know that there's actually a petition going out at change.org um, and it just started yesterday um, but it has several thousand signatures she said I know it's not yet a, a lot yet but it's um no Stana no castle is the name of the petition and um, it was announced so go on it's uh, change.org and go on the no Stana no castle petition if you are that passionate about it um, and she's just saying she's among one of the fans who, if they dare to kill Beckett, she's out. Well, and I just want to play devil's advocate that a little bit there. I mean, it's great that people are, you know, so passionate and want to do these things. But at the same time, the show is called Castle. Yes, they're both co-leads, but it could exist without Beckett. While we like their relationship, there has always been the potential for, I mean, it is Castle. I mean, it's about the writer. I mean, and while, you know, the at this point, the relationship is to so invested, it's going to be hard to see it without it. But say in the beginning, I mean, it would, would have been a different show, but fine. But at the same time with Bones bringing in, like, that's a show that's compared to this a lot, where the Bones is the female character, and I think the show could go on without David Boreanaz. But at the same time, it's just like, because it doesn't matter, male or female, to me. The lead, you know, and the show's name is what's important. And while the chemistry and the relationship may be important, you know, just open up a little bit, you know. Okay, well, yeah. I think I think what's great is yeah. that we just really presented um, some differing opinions. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the fans do care because... Literally, we're all approaching, uh, approaching the season finale, hmm. and it it really like if the show continues, how are we going to go forth and watch the show if we're holding resentment towards the show or towards the network? So I, I think it's interesting um, that we haven't directly. Of course, we did see that tweet from Nathan. Do you have it? Yes, actually, I um, pulled that up here. Nathan, this- Nathan put out a tweet, as many of you know. Uh, in this past week, so go ahead. Yeah, this is basically his feelings on Stana being let go. He said, Castle has been one of the greatest joys of my creative life, and I hope the show continues on for many years to come. Stana has been my partner all this time, and I thank her for creating the character of Beckett, who will live on for all of us as one of the greatest police officers on television. I wish her well, and have no doubt she will succeed in everything she pursues. She will be missed. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing is for certain, guys, um, no matter where you fall on this, I am sure that we will see a lot more Stonicotic. A lot more. Um, because talent is, um, you know, talent doesn't belong to one network or one show. And um, so I hope that comforts you guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna start crying here. Uh, Bring in the tissues. Uh, no, it'll be really interesting. Mm. You know, I uh, boy, can you imagine how split the cast must feel? Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting to see, but as we see, you know, it obviously plays out in other realms, like live with Kelly and Michael and stuff like that. Yeah. Is I feel that a lot more controversy goes on with it's just male and female leads. You don't really see that much if, say, you know, other people leave the show. But, you know, hmm. Yeah, if it's like a mm. more of an ensemble, people leave all the time. But when it's yeah. a two co-leads, no matter what kind of show it is, male and female, something's always a little, you know, controversial. Right. Well, because it just mm-hmm. becomes this very, like, competitive, like, why him? Yeah. Why not her? Why her? Mm. Why not him? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Whew. Well, all right. I think that wraps it up. Mm. Yeah. I know we're going to be back here uh, next week discussing this the similar thing, but also we're going to be discussing episode 20, which looks really exciting. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to see what happens on the se- towards the season finale. I know. We're all inching because we have two characters leaving. Tamala Jones as Lainey is leaving as well as Donna Kadix, uh Beckett. So it's like, what are they going to do to Lainey? Yes. We have hardly seen her this season anyway. But Yes. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for watching from Italy, from Brazil. Uh, from France, thank you so much for joining us. And hey, all over America, too. We love you. Um, Lucretia, tell them where they can find you. You guys can find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, anywhere on the Internet, since there is only one. And I'm JT, JJ Snyder, J2 Snyder, <laughs> on <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. You're Woo! J2. <laughs> Great to talk to you guys. We'll see you next week for episode 20 of Castle. Mwah! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.